Hi everybody, this is Davis. And this is Chance. And this here this and here is a pod fast, pod furious. We're just a couple couple Bama boys from Bama. How here. come I never see you drift? See you drift. And talking in text talk. I learned that down there in the plains of Alabama. Hey, we're here with our old pal Nikki. How you doing, Nikki? Hey everybody, I'm good. And she's not joining us in our Bama accent extravaganza. <laughs> no, can't can't do it. You don't face. you don't do Bama accents. My brother went to the University of Alabama, so the number of times I've heard people yell "Roll damn tide," like I just I can't. I went to another SEC school. I can't. Roll just tide can't. just immediately makes me think of incest. Yeah, that usually goes hand in hand. That's because um, anytime there's like an incest joke on like Reddit or something, someone sure enough is like "Roll tide." Yeah. 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 Then then Bama fuckers, fucking siblings. Just as bad. As so are the Gamecocks and the. Uh, roll they're in the people. SEC. Well, so the, the Gamecocks people. and the, the Alabama Crimson Tide. <laughs> Whatever. So they're both in the SEC. Okay. Gamecocks are the SEC East. I'm pretty sure Bama's SEC West. Okay. Um, the only thing I know about the Bama team, the Bama boys, is uh, some dude like poisoned a tree at a rival school or some shit. At Auburn? Yeah, yeah, Before yeah. the Iron Bowl? It's yeah. a big deal, dude. I know. It's I like saw a 30 really for 30 deal. about it, and I was like, holy yeah. shit. We play Clemson for the Iron Bowl. Not we don't have Iron Bowl. We play Clemson for the Thanksgiving game, and Bama plays Auburn. Auburn's okay. also in Alabama. Okay, the Iron Bowl is like the Super Bowl of the South. It is. And Tony Stark presents it. Yep, he flies down. He goes, "Howdy, folks! I'm Tony Stark. <laughs> I've got a snake in my boot. <laughs> I got a snake in my iron boot." Yep. All right. All right. It's all An coming iron together cowboy. for me. That'd be a good way to describe the, uh, Sean Boswell as an iron cowboy. Yeah, kind of. He's, yeah, iron cowboy. A steel bo- cowboy. Steel cowboy well, He's Boswell. a cowboy on a steel horse he rides, and the steel horse he rides on is a Monte Carlo. It's, I mean, and or a Mustang. And or a Mustang. Um, Tokyo Drift, 2006, right? Sounds right. 2006, Mr. Justin Lin. Uh, His big debut for the franchise. Big debut. Come hot off the presses of uh, Better Luck Tomorrow, his Sundance indie darling. Yep. And uh, he said, "Give me, give me the fast." Or did he make Annapolis between there? Actually, I think he made. I Annapolis think he made first. Annapolis. Yeah, he did. Yeah. It was Better Luck Tomorrow, Annapolis, and then, and then Tokyo Drift. Well, we all like to forget Annapolis. Yeah. Oh, I don't. I wouldn't say we like to forget it. We just do forget it because it is forgettable. It is. It's very. Nikki, do you lackluster. remember the movie Annapolis with James Franco and Tyrese? Never seen it. They're uh, boxers, and apparently Tyrese uh, said he would never work with James Franco again because Franco was going too hard during the boxing scenes. Like he was too aggressive? Yeah, or... like he was like legit hitting him. Had to dock him 25 points. Yeah. Oh, All I know is that I found out this morning at the venue when I was there for my show that Tyrese is playing a show with Genuine. What? Oh. And I feel like you guys should definitely go. Yes. Yeah. Where at? In Fairfax at Eagle Bank. Oh, I'll go man. check that shit yeah. out. Tyrese so like, and oh, what, Genuine? What like, upcoming shows do you have? And I was like talking to the box office manager backstage and... Uh, Tyrese and Genuine. Can you hook up tickets for that? Is Tank I mean, gonna be there? Probably. Who's Tank? Another R&B singer. I mean, hold on. I, while we're talking, I'm gonna look it up. <laughs> Tank. I didn't even know Tyrese was still on Yeah, tour. I wanna that's Tyrese. That's like two of our favorite things combined. Like, yeah. you have Pony We'd from grinding, our Magic Mike Love. we each other to Pony. Yep. And Tyrese will come. I, to be honest, throwing I don't my know underwears single, at Tyrese. I don't think I know a single Tyrese song. I don't either, but I'll throw. I'll, I'll take my the, my panties off and throw them yeah, on stage. Yeah, I'd love to see the man perform, do some spins, yeah. do some thrusts. I, I'm all for supporting Tyrese getting his child custody yeah. money because you know he Get just wants paper. his baby. Get that paper, Tyrese. 
Oh, my baby. What more do you want from me? You should me? go out and do that as a song. Oh, here he goes. It's the Valentine's Love Jam. Oh. Tyrese, Avant, Genuine, 112, and next. Mm, Saturday, February 16th. Dude. I would I go. mean, I think, isn't that Tyrese above, like, the, he's the yeah. highest one up in the market. Yeah, that is oh, definitely yeah. Tyrese. Yep. I mean, look at that beautiful Mr. Roman mm-hmm. Pierce himself. Fuck yeah. Hold on. Have you guys heard the I Just Want My Baby remix? There's a remix what to it. What do you want from me? Cry Reese. Don't take my baby, okay? I just want my baby. I'm not doing anything illegal. I just want my baby. Do you smell what the rock is cooking? I just want my baby. I just want my baby. I'm at thirteen thousand dollars a month. So are you familiar with the Tyrese uh, social media freakout? No. So apparently he owes, like, whatever he said, a shitload of money. 13000 a month. 13000 a month, child support. And, uh... Why? His wife wouldn't, or his ex-wife wouldn't let him see his kids. It had been, like, two months. And so he posted this video of him, like, crying. He's like, what more do you want from me? So he was, did he get to see his kid, more of the story? I don't know. I'm not sure. Well, he was mad because the Fast and the Furious 9 got pushed back because, yeah, because of the Rocks of Hobbs and Shaw. spinoff. They announced that because it was originally supposed to come out this year. This year, yeah. And so they had to push it back, and so his check was getting fucked up. Mm-hmm. So, so he, he couldn't upset. afford that money. He's upset with Dwayne. So, you know, he's got to do these shows. Yeah, he's uh, he kept the beef alive with Dwayne on social medias. Calling Dwayne fake fam, dude. Yep. Calling him a snake in the grass. His beard is very patchy. Who's? Tyrese's. Tyrese has a beard? Oh, yeah. It's that kind is of patchy looking. What is patchy. he doing? Absolutely. That, uh, but now, uh, you know what? Dwayne's DJ is not in the next Fast and Furious right. installment. They officially so. announced it. So, I'm kudos. really upset about this beard he has. He needs to get rid of that. Yeah, that's yeah, bad. It looks real That's bad. a homeless man beard. That, sure. that is it's very like really much. bad. Looks what like is he's, he, doing? he It looks like he had a beard and then he like contracted alopecia. He looks like real good out. in this picture with Oprah and Aretha. Yeah, he's, so he's a clean-shaven man. He but should he should remain clean shaven. This patchy beard thing he's got going on up in here. Couldn't afford razors. He was too busy trying to stack thirteen oh, look, G's. Oh, a picture of him and my girl Stacy Abrams. Month. Love her. Okay. So what are we discussing today? We're talking about goddamn the Tokyo drifting. Yep. This came out. Okay. So here's the deal. The Too Fast Too Furious came out, and then everybody was like, well, we want Vin. Where's mm-hmm. Vin? And Vin was Why like... Why is there no Vin? Right. Vin was like, I ain't doing it. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm a 7th, 21st century Marlon Brando. He, he, they weren't making Brando. the sequels, uh, you know, like Godfather. They right. were too they busy turning them out. Godfather style. So this one actually almost went straight to DVD. Yep. The but, one we uh, just watched? Yeah. Yep. But he was in it. Well, that was how they avoided going straight to DVD was they were like, let's throw a Vin cameo in at the end. And so the deal to get Vin to do a cameo was that he would get the rights back to his character Riddick from Pitch Black. How did they negotiate that? Vin, Are they two different Vin Diesel just wheeling they're, and dealing. They're both yeah. owned by Universal Studios. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. So Universal was like, sure, you can have the rights to Riddick. Just come do this scene for us. It'll hint at uh, further sequels. We'll see what the interest is. 
And then, like, apparently DVD sales were huge. Yep. And they were like, all right, let's get the gang back together. So we got Paul and Vin and the whole crew are back in four. And I, I imagine, too, like, even just, like, the day on set doing this cameo, him and Justin Lin must have hit it off. They had to have. Because it's, yeah, he's, Justin Lin is, like, as much a part of the family as, you know. Off screen. Yeah. The, yeah. I mean, the director he's that the did director. this did four, five, six, and is coming back for nine and ten. Yeah. Is there, okay, eight's out. Eight is out. Fate of the Furious. Yes. Yeah. I wrote my dad into watching this with me last night. How did he it. like it? Yeah, did he enjoy it? I mean, it? he had that interesting take about how he thinks that the, the uncle... Sonny Chiba. Right. Killed his own brother. Yeah. Which I wouldn't have thought, and my dad was convinced that happened. Um, He liked it, but he's like, are we going to watch together five tonight? And I'm like, no. We you need skip to... Skipping four, going straight to five? No, he said other five? He oh. wanted to watch the other five. Like, four, five, six, seven, eight. Oh, he, so he was six like, fuck eight, one and two. In. I'm just Feet going first. three forward. I think he just likes spending time with me, but he yeah, wanted probably. to watch all of them last night. And I'm like, Dad, it's one o'clock. He's a binge watcher. It's because we just binge watched The Punisher the other week. Yeah. We finished the new season in like three days. God And uh, we're now rewatching Game of Thrones to get psyched for April. Okay. So he like tries to bang out six episodes tonight and I'm like I can't do this it, that's impressive for like life. that's impressive for such a sleepy man <laughs> that's just it he falls asleep like he didn't fall asleep through Fast and the Furious because it was so loud yeah it actually hurt my ears um but if it other stuff he falls asleep during so, yeah. yeah it's uh, impressive <laughs> it's impressive he can fall asleep wherever he wants so this is your first time viewing Tokyo Drift yeah initial Thoughts, reaction. I liked it. I liked it better than two. Uh, I'm going to go back to the costumes again because I pay attention to them every movie. They were so slutty yeah. in this one. So slutty. Like the six inches of plaid schoolgirl fabric covering girls' asses. I'm mm-hmm. like, that doesn't even... You must not have an ass. Like even somehow Sookie had a larger skirt in Too Fast, Too Furious than the women in the It's kilt. just like, yeah, maybe like having a bigger like behind myself. I've never been able to wear something like that. Yeah. Even when I was in, like, peak physical shape in high school. Like, there's no way I could wear that, like, ever. Yeah. And I'm looking at them like, how? Like, why are you? Okay. Little no-assed Asian girls. And then I definitely got a throwback with all the soundtrack songs in mm-hmm. this one. Uh, oh, yeah. Some Kid Rock. Yes. Ball with the ball, I would listen yeah. to that when I was, you know, bench pressing in high school. And uh, the whistle song is actually how I taught myself to whistle. It was along to this, yeah. like... Yeah, really? yeah. Really? That's yeah. how you learned to whistle? Yeah. I would, like, try and mimic it when I was driving in my car when I first got my license. The little Pontiac? Yeah. I Yeah. Not like I can whistle on command now. But, yeah. It was All good. Right. I liked it better than two. Um, well, so. this is, like, one of my favorites. Like, I mean, I feel like I can't say one of my favorites because I haven't seen yeah, it Yeah, once you see it all, yeah, we'll have to, we'll have to discuss. His accent, though, really I did not like it. You didn't like it? Sean Bama Boswell, accent. the Bama boy. I, maybe it's because right now I live in Georgia, so I deal with people with real accents all yeah. the time. Is that his real accent? Yes. Yeah. Really? From, he yeah, talks like that? He's from Alabama. Oh he, my he God. Talks Chance, like Chance thought it was a put-on, too, he last time we were so talking about it. so uneducated. Last time we recorded, I was convinced that it was a fake accent, and no. no he's genuinely... That's yeah. a genuine Bama accent, he's apparently. He's Friday Night Lights. He has that accent. He's mm-hmm. on, like, NCIS Los Angeles or, or New Orleans or some shit. And like that? Yeah, they let him him, like that. They let him walk around speaking in that manner. Yeah, (laughs) it just sounds. It just to me, and I apologize to our listeners who maybe have accents. I'm not saying it's nothing against accents. All the good old boys and Dukes of Hazards riding around listening to this in the general league. Well, and I've had my fair share of dealing with like 
good old boys when I was in college in the South. That so was uh, it early, just really rubbed me the wrong way. Earlier this week, I had to call to a uh, Sherwin Williams in fucking Georgia. And Wait, I was, where in Georgia? I don't know exactly. It was this guy came in. He needed to get a paint for like a. It's the same color that like this company down there uses, and he's doing a job up here. So he gave me the number, and I called, and I was immediately like thrown off by the woman's accent because it was very country. I was like, "Holy shit!" Like, there's places outside of. So I live in Metro Atlanta, and outside of Atlanta, unless you're in maybe Savannah, it's very country. And I'm like, "Whoa!" But then we're so close to Alabama too, so yeah. it's all. Well, I've been made fun of. I've been like, people have thought that I was from like further south because of my. You don't occasion. have an accent. I don't think that I do either. But uh, playing video games online with with chitlins, they were like, "Where are you from?" Like Georgia, and I'm like, "No." Fucking up from Maryland. Maryland. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I have an accent. But then when I go to the Look, Midwest to the corporate headquarters for work, we they, definitely I think they talk. Funny. We definitely yeah. all do have an accent. When I was in California. Um, this chick that I worked with, she she called it out immediately because she has family from Maryland. She's like, are you from Maryland? And I was like, yeah. And she was like, like Frederick area? And I was like, how uh, the awkward, fuck did you awkward. like narrow this yeah. down? Because yeah. we say like Baltimore instead of Baltimore. Baltimore. Oh, I say Baltimore. I say Baltimore. That's well, just you're, educated. you're educated. That's, yeah. You're, in, you're a college graduate. You're you hanging s- out with dropouts. You say soda or pop. Soda. Can I get a Coke? Coke. 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 Is everything Coke to you? I mean, I don't drink Pepsi, so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there's a there's like a, a thing online, like New York Times, where they'll ask you a bunch of questions. Like it's regional specifics. Like what do you call this? What do you call that? And then it'll narrow down where you're from. Dude, those like, goddamn computer algorithms. Like Caddy corner and you know just phrases like that. That uh, calling it a, a water fountain or like a bubbler. People call it a bubbler. bubbler. Isn't that strange? Yeah. yeah, I've heard bubbler. That's what you call a weed smoking device. And then uh, one of them was like, what do you call it when the, the sun comes through the rain clouds or some shit? And apparently, I guess it's a southern thing, they call it the devil is beating his, his wife. wife. I'm familiar with that. Well, I've never heard that. Maybe Bamba Boy says it. Yeah, that's uh, my that? my Bamba mom and my grandma wife. used to tell me that. Yeah, really? it's when the sun is shining but it's raining. Oh. So yeah, the devil's beating the his wife. The devil's beating his wife. That and, uh, like, colder than a witch's titty outside. Oh, I've heard that Um, There's a few others. There's one, I can't think of it now, but there's something that you say. Oh, I say ass over, I was always raised being told ass over tin cups, and that you said it a different way. What does that even mean? Ass over tin cups? Yeah, like, if you eat shit, like, you fall over, you went ass over tin cups. I've heard tea kettle. Yeah, ass, that's, because I've heard you. Head over heels. I've heard you say, like, ass over, like, tea kettle or something. And I was like, fuck, that's, I was always raised that it was tin cups. I've never heard ass over I have never heard cups. of either of those phrases. Huh. Ass over tea kettle? Never. Oh, man. Well, I thought that was a popular one. I See, I thought I've ass over tin cups. cups. Yeah. So. The, the fucking Kevin Costner movie? Yep. Tin ass, cup. Ass over multiple copies of tin cups. <laughs> Just tripping over, <laughs> tripping over the Wonder Book warehouse. <laughs> fucking tin cup DVDs. So, yeah, and that's like, I guess, he sounds especially uneducated. Like, when he tries to say extracurricular extracurricular when he's calling his dad on the payphone not where you live where you from where Where you (laughs) live where you from I will say it felt like he became a better actor throughout the filming of this like his (laughs) acting is a little weak I feel in the Uh beginning but by the end I'm like alright he's he's when he went to that girl with his bloody teeth and stuff I was disgusted oh I was aroused Ew. I was harder than a rock. I, I like his performance in this. I think he gets a lot of shit from people as, like, wooden or stilted or whatever, but I think it's very earnest and yeah. very wholesome, and it's like, 
I don't know. I like him. He's I nice... think he's probably the most relatable character that we've been introduced to in the franchise yet. Speaking as... Like, just regular... Southern, southern good old boy. No, but I, I feel like the idea of, like, a fish-out-of-water story is right. more relatable than, like, an undercover an cop. LAPD officer. So I wanted to like ask a, you, because yeah. we talked about this pretty heavily when we originally recorded, how did you feel about that blonde bimbo at the beginning, like, offering up her pussy is like, for the winner of the see, race? Hold on, do you want to see my actual You took notes took on this? Yeah, yeah, break it out. Because I didn't take many notes, because eventually I just got tired of doing it. But they like I, give her in a very like. My first note was metal detectors. These girls are pretty slutty. <laughs> I, I just couldn't believe. Wait, that you, she did was... you take these notes by writing with your finger? Uh, so with my phone, it's a Samsung Note, so I can pop out the stylus. Oh, you got a stylus. Write, which actually, as much as I don't like that, I have to hold a tablet up to my head when I'm working and emailing and like today. You prefer work, writing was, something on it than typing yeah, it. I write. Huh. Yeah, and I can take pictures by clicking it. Or, like, set off a bomb. Just kidding. I That's don't, dope. I don't set off a bomb. But, yeah. I mean, you're so. talking to the bomb threat king, so. Yeah. Like, Chance called in a bomb threat in high school and got expelled. It's true, I did. And couldn't go with Nikita prom. <laughs> yeah. So, that was yeah. fun. But uh, I always, it always is, like, unsettling to me, A, that, like, she's offering her body as a prize. Like a prostitute. Yeah. Like a straight up pro- And honestly, okay, you're sitting on the top of your convertible in the parking lot, painting your nails with one of those flimsy and they denim do a skirts. blatant pussy shot. And I'm like, you whore. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm all for empowering other women and lifting them up, but girlfriend, that's nothing put it in, away. Nothing empowering about just flashing your your lady bits and then offering them up as a prize. While you're in a relationship, I was like, okay, like maybe she's single, and then no, she's with that other dude from the Home guy, Improvement. From the like home my improvement. boyfriend did you would never. Him? Yes, I did. Okay, with it, but he had really watery eyes, and this one looked like he was crying. <laughs> he <laughs> almost goes suicidal, like yeah. at the end of the race when she's yeah when she's like got new nudging him on to win. Yeah. Well, and, and that it kind of stuck stood out to me this time. That's like I almost feel bad for him. Like I feel like he's a rich brat. Don't get me wrong, but like. I feel like he's the type of rich brat who, like, his father is, like, always disappointed and, like, verbally and emotionally, like, abusive to him. And then he's dating this clearly psychopathic chick who's, like, an obvious manipulator. A Lady Macbeth yeah. type, yeah. He just had really watery eyes that reminded me of Wormtail from Harry Potter. Yeah, very much. And I was like, you little bitch. And then he throws a baseball when his back's turned. Also a bitch. Move. While wearing a football Yeah, why does he throw a baseball? I they're didn't know that team. either. Because then I was like, oh, they're the baseball team. And then they're all in football jerseys? So that yeah. was weird. Uh, and she, the girl just sucks. Yeah, I'm trying I, to think if anyone I knew in high school was like that. I don't think anyone was that overtly... Blatantly slutty. Slutty. And, like, they were in high school about the time that we were in high school. Well, no, you had your friend, uh, her boob uh, fell out. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but that she was with her boyfriend at dinner, though, when her boob fell out at the dinner table. Yeah. And really, her boob just fell out to you. <laughs> yeah, Not, true. like, the whole table. Maybe so, she was trying to get you to raise her boyfriend for pink maybe. slips. Maybe. Yeah, for her pink slip. I only slip. raised her pink, pink slip. Her pink, pink slip, yeah. yeah. Ew, gross. <laughs> yeah, um, no. I'm, you I think, would never. No. <laughs> I think the, the sexism is maybe, like, a just a failing of the movie in general. Because even... Um, God, see, I'm, I'm failing to recall her name. The main chick. Uh, Neela. Neela. Neela, yeah, sorry. I, I mean, she's obviously, she's a three-dimensional character, but at the same time, she is kind of an object. She's an object of affection where it's like... She's, again, the prize to be won. Exactly, between end. DK and Sean. And she has a fucked up past where, like, her mom was basically, like, sold into, like, sex slavery, it or seems something. like. Did, like uh, th- that made she, me wonder because you talked about... She was definitely uh, a hooker. 
Yeah, because you talked about uh, Sonny Chiba, the Yakuza guy, potentially murdering his own brother, and it made me wonder. He gives her this look at the end after Sean won the race where I'm like, did he know her mom too? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, because because she said that her mom, like when they came to Japan, her mom worked at like a cafe or whatever, which I caught on. I This is the first time I actually caught on to it, like when she says that, where I was like, oh, she was like a hooker. Like it was I think a the brothel. cafe is where you went to go pick up, yeah. Yeah, and then okay. it's it's revealed more when DK is like, oh, your mom was the best trick in town or whatever. That's right, yeah. So if DK was aware of it, and then she, when her mom died, got taken in by Chiba's sister, I guess, or something. Uh-huh. Because she got taken in by that family, so it's his mother. Was she got it taken in by DK's, DK's mom? Yeah, oh, his grandmother. Okay, yeah. so like Sonny Chiba's mom, I guess. Yes. Yeah. So it's yeah. Like I don't know. I feel like she was destined for some kind of like sex slavery herself. Like, mm-hmm. and her only way out was to sort of latch on to DK. Yeah. Because he was the the the, the nephew, nephew of the most powerful guy in the of area. the yakuza boss. Okay. So it's yeah. So their relationship is more born out of necessity. Yeah, it's very fucked up. It's it's, it's more fucked up than you think at first glance because I you know just watching it, it's like oh it's a fun high school movie but there yeah. is a lot of like dark psychological trauma underlying with all this. these characters. Yeah, absolutely. The mom uh, when I don't know if you caught onto this like I every time I watch this I get the impression that the fake Susan Sarandon that plays Sean's mom when she comes into the police station. She's definitely like offering to suck some dick. I thought she went dick. and blew the cop person. Yes, I thought when it was like total she, fire festival. Like she I like, showed up fully prepared. She like, to walked blow out him. and she kind of went and the two cop. I don't know. I thought I was like, did she just give him a blow? Job? I was yeah. That's every, what I immediately thought yesterday right. when I watched it. But maybe my head's in the gutter. No, every time I see this, that's the impression I get that she's like going in completely willing to blow these cops to get Sean off the hook. And the look he gives is like, oh, she's done this before. He's like, oh, God. Like, Sean seems unfazed by it. Like, yeah, it's... This movie has a lot of fucked up, like, underlying themes. For something Maybe our heads are in the gutter. I don't think so. I think that's pretty clear. Because, like, when DK's, like, face-to-face with Neela, and he's like, your mom was the best trick in town. Like, I feel like it's all there. It just happens quickly, and they don't dwell on it. And so it, it maintains this kind of bubbly, fun top surface yeah the, the bubble bubbly bubble gum the bu- yeah. bubble gum the candy crush yes it's like a candy crush movie <laughs> um I, I yeah and then i did want to mention you brought up the uh the metal detectors at the school first of all this is a very nice school that he goes to. yeah it's I mean, huge. they have like a and where is it california okay. I, wait isn't that where it is I, it, I remember us talking about We went about over this. It was, was I don't like know Bakersfield if... or something? Yeah, I don't know if it was intentionally... Like, if in the movie it takes place in California, but I know they shot it in Bakersfield, California. Oh, all right. And it's a very nice school, but yeah, I was... I thought it was interesting that it was like this clearly like post-9-11 thing where they had the... Uh, the metal detectors and then like it zooms out from the real world and it pans back and you're seeing him on the CCTV yep. sort of thing. And there was a lot of that's that. This big like, brother. There, yeah, there was a lot of like the blending of the analog and the digital, like at the race at the end mm-hmm. when they're all watching and they're on their phones. And Which it, now it, you have me really curious because you pointed out like there was no like streaming service like Twitch or something. How are they watching this? Because in 2006, I had, I think, uh, did I even have a Motorola Razor then? 
I had like a Nokia phone. See, I no two thousand six. I definitely I remember I had a cool like Motorola that had like a swivel camera, so you could like roll it forward or backward, Ooh. and it was great for like taking pictures of people's tests and shit and copying. Ooh, color me surprised. <laughs> you don't look too surprised. Color me fucking surprised. You're a regular Sean Boswell. Oh, dude, I only passed my World War Two class and algebra two because I had Michael. I missed the day for the uh, the World War II test, so Michael gave me his test, and I took all the like answers and put them in my phone. And then Dan was texting me the answers to the algebra test. And that's the only reason I passed Chris oh Fry's algebra. Oh, my God. That's awful. I sucked at math. Okay, did you notice that when he goes into the Japanese classroom at the beginning, they're teaching, like, calculus. You think this dude was in a calculus class? There's, like, I tangent and cosine. Strange. But how is he even going to... So I looked at my dad, because we're watching it, together and i look at him like how does he even get here like everything is in japanese yeah and his dad like doesn't set him up with someone to guide him or something he's just like here's your uniform find your way to class yeah Yeah. and i was like dad how did he even get there like it didn't make sense to me well he he had a train and yeah okay and then he gets to class and she starts lecturing him i wouldn't have been able to tell what she was talking about yeah she just keeps repeating wabaki yeah, it's like it, say it as many times shoes. as you want. I don't know what the fuck that means. Rubber shoes or something. Yeah, his his uh, you know. Yeah, I mean, even the computers were in like everything was in Japanese aside mm-hmm. from his username Bama Boy. But then hers was in like not in Her, Japanese. Hers were Japanese characters. Yeah. yeah, which I wonder what it was. Yeah, well, I wonder what it said. Mm. Gaijin girl. Gaijin girl. No, she didn't like being called Gaijin. She didn't. She took great offense to that. Yeah, it was basically the N-word for... Yeah, for it really was. See, okay, and this is something that's always bothered me. Like, I don't know how you feel about this, Nikki, but I am a supporter of DK. I think that DK is the tragic hero of this this film. And here's why. Hear me out. Sean Boswell... <laughs> I, I wish the people could see my face right now. I know, you were you not convinced. Sean Boswell, this redneck uneducated asshole comes to Japan and just immediately starts inserting himself in like cultural things that he has no place being where like even when he first meets DK he's sitting here talking about the land of the free and like this woman's free to make her own choice like motherfucker this is not America this is Japan he comes in like George W. Bush basically yeah exactly and then all throughout like Later on, towards the end of the film, he just shows up at this Yakuza hangout and basically fucking embarrasses this dude in front of his uncle, who's, like, a powerful crime lord. Like, this dude is just, like, all cultural, like, respect just thrown out the window, and he's just coming in, like, Godzilla, just, like, fucking up this dude's life for no reason other than he's got the hots for his girlfriend. Like, Sean Boswell is the most disrespectful and probably most honest representation of an American traveling abroad the I've ugly ever seen. American, yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't disagree that Sean is the representation of an ugly American. I still don't like DK because he comes off as... Like, he kills his friend. What? He killed uh, Han. That was him. 100%. Okay, so... You're, you're pinning that on DK? You're blaming Han's that on death? DK? I mean, he, he caught a stray, essentially. He held a gun to his head. That's true. And he was shooting at him while driving backwards. And then he also but he held, missed. And then but he, he held a gun to Sean's head. Yeah, well, Sean's an asshole. Sean deserved I never it. said Sean didn't deserve a gun to his head at that point. I'm still saying DK held the gun, did he not? To be fair, though, also, now we're talking about, like, nature versus nurture. Like, DK was raised by a Yakuza boss who you, the, your father theorizes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, had Chris coming in yeah. his father killed. Right. So... Right. It's not like he's had the the best upbringing. 
Like, this is the world he knows, and, like, the only world he knows. Mm. And, you know, he's truth. his uncle basically tells him, like, if he doesn't take care of this mistake, he may end up like his dad. Yeah, that he killed. So what, <laughs> choice, so what choice does he have but to go and basically try and take care of the problem, which is Han, who would have gotten away if it weren't for this damn mysterious Silver Buick? Mysterious Silver Buick. Which Silver Buick? The one that T-bones Han. Oh, that one. I think right. it was a Buick, wasn't it? Maybe it was a Mercedes. It's some kind of big I don't meeting. know. I just wasn't a big DK fan. He just comes off like a huge asshole. I, I didn't really buy into it, but then I watched this with Chance on Acid, and that scene came where he's like super intense, like grabbing uh, Neela by the back of the neck, and yep. he's like getting up in her face, talking about her mom tricking, and I was like, oh, this guy's a really good actor. I'm really buying into this shit. And that I don't is... Know. There's a strong emotional through line for like every character that... Yeah. Really, like where all the action is driven by emotion, and I think that's what makes it one of the strongest of the series. Yeah. Well, and it is all these characters come from some sort of fucked up, like upbringing. Mm -hmm. Like none of these characters have a good upbringing, except maybe Bow Wow, who got arrested yesterday. Yeah, which, yeah. Breaking <laughs> news: Bow Wow got arrested, got beat the shit out of by his he girlfriend. He did not get beat the shit out of. Dude, he looked like he got in a fight. He with He got three woman. scratches on his face, and her face was fine. He probably didn't hit her back. Yeah, they were is both, what the reports. Well, no, were they were both arrested because they couldn't figure out who the aggressor was. But his lawyer is saying that she was definitely the aggressor. Yes. Which, looking at his face, it appears that way. Yes, yeah. I, I was telling Chance that Catwoman beat up Dog Boy. <laughs> yep, classic. It's, that's a bow wow. Get caught, Dog Boy. Bow wow wow. <laughs> dog Boy. I wonder if when she hit him, she <laughs> said like bow and then wow, like uh, doubling up her punches. I doubt it. Like a Super Probably Mario not. game? Probably not. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I think that all of these characters are tragic in their upbringing. And I really don't see DK as an actual villain. Unlike like Johnny Tran from the first Fast and the Furious. But you could say Johnny Tran along that vein of being a tragic character. Johnny Tran was raised by his dad who, I don't know, maybe he just couldn't live up to that expectation. That's why he was acting out. Well, and that's the thing we talked about where it's like Johnny Tran seemed like he had a very nice upbringing and wanted to rebel against that. We don't life. know that, though. Was it a nice upbringing? You just know he lived in a nice house. His father seemed like he was a legit businessman. You don't know that. True. We didn't get enough background. Yeah, we didn't get, well, that's what I think makes DK the best villain so yeah. far, is the the nuances and the complexity. Of we him. have he's, depth. He's, there's definitely more dimension than there is with Johnny Tran or Carter Verone, who's basically a cartoon cutout. Yeah. He's poor man Scarface, basically. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but he has really good suits. He yeah, does have nice pajama suit. pants. <laughs> Living silken, pajama silken pajama pants. And I will say, DK looking good all throughout this film. He, he did have some really nice yeah. trap muscles. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that deltoid For trap sure. thing yep. going on. I was like, okay. At one point, he's wearing like a very cool like Henley, but it's like unbuttoned all the way, and you can see like some of his chest muscles. And he yeah. didn't have a ridiculous dye job on his hair like his little cohort did. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Morimoto. Morimoto. Orange-haired little goblin man. He did, did you, look like kind of a goblin man, didn't he? Did you like his suspenders when he was beating up Bow Wow? That was ridiculous. He looked like a British mod guy. Yeah. And then what he was spit, that spit into his hand. I don't yeah. understand. Why are you spitting in your hand? <laughs> it I was, don't know what that was. It was gross is what was it, it was. The, was. Wait, was he holding the iPod when he spit? Was he like... Maybe. He was spitting know. on the iPod. Like, I'll take it, but and, I ain't happy about it. And what do you think was on that iPod that Sean Boswell gave him? <laughs> What kind of jams would Sweet you Sweet Home Alabama. Mm. Yeah, definitely. For sure, some Skinner. Devil Went Down to Georgia. Yeah. A little Waylon and Willie. Some Dukes and Hazard. Uh, Black Betty. 
Yeah. Oh, Black Butter. I could definitely. Lamb. Yeah, for sure. You know, that actually, uh, not to, I mean, I love me some Kid Rock, but that actually may have been a good fitting uh, replacement for Ball with the Ball. I love that song. If you had to replace Ball with the Ball. But, I mean, what, Ball. Black Betty? Yeah, I uh, feel like that would have been fitting to Sean's character. Well, well, Sean definitely listens to Kid Rock, though. Yeah. I feel like the Kid Rock song there had a lot more aggression than the Black Betty song would have had. Yeah, they that's were racing. true. Like, they, they needed that aggression. Yeah, but when, I do like Black Betty. Yeah. When uh, Home Improvement Boy is like about to fucking kill himself. It's, Teary, yeah. weepy eye Wormtail over there. Yeah, weird. Uh, what I found interesting about the uh, the housing estate that they drive demolished. through. Uh, yeah, the name. Did you catch the name on the gates? No, what was it? Shangri-La. Oh, okay. Which I thought was interesting. It was like they're sort of commodifying this East Asian spirituality. And right. then, as you pointed out, when Sean first goes into the parking garage where they're having the drift races, yeah. they're all wearing cowboy hats. Uh-huh. Where it was they're sort of, of taking hats. from the Western culture. Yeah. And I thought that was an interesting... Uh, uh, sort of like a dichotomy there and then the end of the movie is him taking this American muscle car and yeah. throwing Japanese parts under it Yep. and that to me it's sort of East meets West yeah that spoke I thought to Vin Diesel's ethos of like this is all one world we're mm-hmm. all one people we're all one, one race, race. Yeah. and I think that was that's, that's gotta be a big reason why Vin and Justin Lin get it Vin and Lin well, and that like is they have a very uh, post-racial, po- like harmonious right. view of people and of the world. Well, not only that, they take care of the people they work with. Absolutely, like, yes. they're always bringing back actors. Like so, Han is a character, same name uh, from Justin Lin's directorial debut, uh, "Better Luck Tomorrow." Han is a character in that, and his name is Han. Same actor. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Sung, Sung Kang. Kang. Are the movies connected, like in the same universe? It could be argued. It could be argued that Better Luck Tomorrow shows the beginnings of Han before he meets I Dom. I mean, the, the first time we see him, he's standing there in front of a muscle car, smoking a cigarette, looking yeah. like a badass. What did you think of Han, just in general? Did I liked him. Yeah. I, I re- Dad and I kept wondering last time we were watching how he had so much money to have all these cars laying around oh, and to that's a good have question. all these like people just living at his garage. Oh. You figure he's a high school kid, or was he not a high school kid? No, definitely not a high school kid. Okay, still, where's all this money coming from? You'll see. Okay, well, I did not see last night as we were watching No, of it. course not, but that's, like I said at the end when Diesel shows up and he says, like, you know, Sean's like, oh, I didn't know Han was into American muscle. He's like, he was when he was riding with me. Now, after four, we get through four, and then we're going to see those adventures of Dom and Han. Well, mm-hmm. Han's in, in four. Yeah, briefly. The, yeah, toward the beginning. Yeah. But, uh... Well, he's also making money in Japan, you know, because... Mm-hmm. He's skimming off the Yakuza. Right, skimming off the Yakuza, and he's doing more than what he accuses DK of doing, which is just ripping off tea houses, I think he says. Yeah, he said, before so, you met me. Yeah, he's got to be doing something. He definitely uh, helped uh, enlarge DK's criminal activities, Yeah, seemed. for sure. Wait, was DK not in high school? Yeah, DK was in high school. But Han wasn't. Han was not. How, why? How do you know that? Because I've seen the whole franchise. Okay, if you and I have me, an idea, and you've just how... seen it. First of all, you never see Han yeah. at high school. He could have just been dropped out and making money True. doing whatever he was doing. Well, that's the thing: is Tokyo Drift without the context of four, five, and six. You don't. There's still a. There's still a very big mystery about Han. Yeah. But you will, throughout the next films get more of that that history as dad and i are watching it we're like this guy must be in high school because he's interacting with all of them and then we really didn't know where his money was coming from dude he's just using those high schoolers to hustle for him 
which I never thought about it. It is kind of weird that Han surrounds himself with high schoolers. I mean, what are you going to do? He's into the car culture, and so are the kids, I guess. And, you know, tragedy does crazy things to people. Um... Did you, uh, when they said that, uh, Tokyo was the, the fashion capital of East Asia, did that, uh, did that seem, uh, I don't know where Accurate. Did that seem accurate to you? Did you go, oh yeah, I can definitely see them as being fashion forward and, uh, influential um, on the- I mean, my friend lived in Tokyo for two years, my Australian friend, uh, when he was teaching English over there. So he was kind of like Neela. And, yeah, which is, I, I, yeah, I liked that yesterday. Um, Lady Gaga's Monster Ball when I went on tour, just seeing the outfits, because he went to a couple of her shows and they were over in mm-hmm. Tokyo. It was, uh, interesting, very fashion forward, but a lot of the people he hung out with dressed like anime characters, or these ridiculous schoolgirl outfits. Was he hanging out yeah. with regular white people in Japan, or, like, was he hanging out with, like, actual Japanese people? Mostly Japanese people. And they were dressed like anime characters. Yeah, That's a lot of them. Because um, I know a lot of the Japanese, like, make fun of... Americans when they go over and they basically dress like fucking assholes and walk around with their like waifu pillows and shit like that. Like, uh, weeaboos? Yeah, yeah, weeboos, weeboos, whatever the fuck. Weebelos? Yeah, those weirdos. Weebles wobble, but they don't fall down, I can tell you that much. But I imagine there still is still that, uh, otaku kind of culture in Japan, since, I mean, that's Mm. where it originates. The avatars come to life. It probably just looks goofy with these fat neckbeard Americans like going over and appropriating their culture. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. But yeah, Japan is like known for like fashion and shit. Yeah. Like that wasn't a that wasn't bullshit. Well, I mean, Gwen Stefani stole all that shit for the fucking uh-huh. all bad girl era. Yeah. The Harajuku girls that she you did. mentioned. Yeah. If I was a rich girl. Remember that they one? really yeah, remember love that her over there, I think. Gwen? Yeah. I mean, who doesn't? Does Gwen Stefani age? What is she, like 50? She, okay, first yeah. of all, she's not 50. She's got to be pushing towards she's it. She's not 50. Let's, hold on, we're looking this up right now. I, uh, my, like, biggest Gwen Stefani... Gwen me- Stefani age. My biggest Gwen Stefani memory is, uh, driving back from, like, Myrtle Beach. She's 49. Oh, see? Okay, see? She'll be 50 this year. Uh, Driving back from Myrtle Beach with uh, Lisa and Alyssa and Travis and Aunt Jeannie and this dude, Uncle Ron, who was like, just had nubs for fingers on one hand and he was like, (laughs) chain smoking and just like constantly ashing on me because was he smoking nubbing. with his toes nah he with his nubs with his, <laughs> his nubbins nubs. but uh lisa and cigars like the cigarettes sunny chiba i wish uh but Alyssa and lisa were just like playing uh sorry okay. to everyone there yeah. i'm showing them pictures yeah. of my friend in japan like the people he was hanging out with like oh, they, yeah. the guy in the middle look like anime the guy in the middle looks like the yakuza dudes that were hanging out outside sunny chiba's place at the end swinging chains and stuff. i fucking love Dude, those guys ready to chain fuck. just like tapping their baseball bats and but like really ridiculous yeah, accessories oh, like yeah. that i mean so they i thought it was interesting yeah so. i mean those japanese you know with their animes and their dragon balls every day is cosplay baby Living it, living the, the cosplay. What are you talking? Are you talking about? Oh, the they just—I can't man? remember what song, but it was like one of the Gwen Stefani hits at the time, and fucking Lisa and Alyssa just Sweet had escape. that shit. It might have been, and they just had the that A-Con? shit on repeat. Yeah, it was the Akon one. Yep, yep, yep. Woo-hoo. That's it. Yeah. Repeat for like an hour. Like Travis yeah. and I were like losing our minds. That's an amusing thing about the movie is that, uh, as you'll come to find out, Nikki, that this takes place after four, five, and yeah. six, as mm-hmm. we said. Which means that 
either four, five, and six took place back in 2006, or mm-hmm. that Japan in 2016 is listening to uh, teriyaki boys, teriyaki and... boys, and Dipset, and uh, there's still fucking metal detectors and security cameras at school. I mean, I don't think that's really a thing anymore, is it? Metal uh, detectors at schools? Yeah, yeah, really? yeah. Dude, school shootings like. Yes. All the time. No, I mean, maybe that's just... Did you have them at your high school? No. no. See, yeah, maybe that's just me growing up in we suburbia. We grew up in suburbia, so, yeah. like, did, did Urbana? No, but I wonder if Frederick or TJ did. Hmm. You I know, don't know. That's a good Do we question. have uh, someone we can ask? Yeah, I could always ask uh, Andrew, Mike's brother. He went to Frederick. Oh, he did? Yeah. Oh, I mean, my brother went to Frederick, too, but he graduated in, like, 99. Yeah, yeah, that's... Yeah. That doesn't count. Yeah, that's the old man. Like 20 um, years ago. Actually, 20 years ago? Yeah. I was fucking 11, man. Um, yeah, no, that's, like, especially in, like, California and shit, like, that yeah. was definitely a real thing. I mean, um, they were even patting down the mascot. Which, what asshole shows up to school in, in the, the mascot, mascot costume? Yeah. Why did they show the guy getting hazed with the purple paint in the beginning? Dude, because high school's rough, man. Those but, bullies. like, why were those kids even doing that? That doesn't even make sense. Just making fun of the chubby boy. Uh, but, but then the, Sean saw it and just let it happen. Right, Sean which is do? what I, he doesn't I have found any interesting. Because he's got the wrench, right? Yeah. He looks at it, and then he sets the wrench down, whereas, like... Was well, it supposed to show that maybe he was a little bit selfish at the beginning and he was only doing this for himself and after he had met all these Japanese people and been sort of inducted in their career, yeah. he would have stood... Because he stands up for Twinkie. He does. When he's getting beat up over the iPod. Maybe well, he wouldn't have done that. The thing is, the too, beginning. is it seems like he just started at this school. Right. And so yeah, maybe he true. is so trying like, to... I don't want to get involved. He's trying to keep himself out of trouble, but wow. as we see throughout the film... He cannot help himself when there is a woman involved. Yeah. That man will cause all sorts of mayhem for a piece of and, ass. And the women are probably more of just an excuse for him to his assert his toxic uh, masculinity. masculinity. Yeah. Yeah. I gotta show that I'm better than this guy. I'm better I mean, do you really think guy. the blonde chick in the beginning would have gone to prom with him? Fuck no. Right. I don't know, man. The way she's looking at, it, she's eyeballing him until he had his bloody teeth. I liked uh, I liked his reaction when he. All he, his only option is to crash through that house, and he just says, "Oh well." <laughs> That's he said. He had to win that race. Man, man's got to do what a man's got to exactly. do. What did you think about uh, his Tabasco sauce flying in slow motion? So I thought of car. you when I was watching it because I know we called it out in the last movie we watched. How I just glossed over all product of the placement. product placement. Right. So when we did see the Tabasco sauce, I went, "Oh well, that's product placement." I'll remember that for the next time we chat about this. Did you also catch the posters of a one MC Hammer mm. when he first? Yeah, I did. Him? Actually, that is on my notes too. Is it? I Are said, you... is MC Hammer still even alive? Actually, yeah, no joke. Yes. So Dave has a fun story about that. Yes. What okay. well, uh, you also have to note what he was advertising. They were uh, what did, like digital Little, cameras. like DV cams. Uh huh. So the okay. director Justin Lin met MC Hammer what in Las Vegas or some yeah, shit. Yeah, it's a, at NAB. It's a big convention for like upcoming like film gear and like new cameras and shit like that. Proof is, that I did ask. Is MC Hammer a big deal, deal in Japan? Okay. He's a big deal to Mr. Lin. To Justin Lin. So they met, and MC Hammer was really interested in these digital cameras. And Justin Lin was giving him all this information. He's like, oh yeah, this, that, and the third. MC Hammer gives him his business card, and he's like, all right, if you ever need anything, call me. So then Justin Lin was making this movie Better Luck Tomorrow, which was like his, uh, not his debut, but like his big indie breakthrough. Yeah. And they needed a certain amount of money to finish the movie. And so he was like maxing out credit cards and shit, and he's like, fuck it. 
Hail Mary, I'm going to give MC Hammer a call and see if he remembers me from meeting at this convention. So he calls him up, and MC Hammer's like, oh, yeah, I can wire you that money. And so he wires him the money. In exchange for what? Credit on the film, Uh, I guess? Yeah, like Like, a producer credit. He's listed as uh, an EC. And so MC Hammer helped him finish this movie and... Essentially essentially launched his career. Yeah, springboarded his career. And so this was his way of... uh, Acknowledging that he throws an MC Hammer billboard Did he go to the with premiere? the digital cameras, I get probably. Probably, I should I, hope so. Yeah, that's you know. I hope that's MC Hammer question. got his invite. I, he, I hope he showed up in the hammer pants. Yeah, dude. He did the fucking dance for the puzzle. Shoulder the to shoulder with, yeah. with Mr. Lin and I mean, uh, Justin Lin should have showed up in the hammer pants. That would have been amazing. Do the hammer dance side by side. And Justin Lin is like the most adorable Asian man in the world. Like Dave and I frequently mm-hmm. talk about how we wish we could just like put him in our pockets and carry him around. Is with he us. little? He's not like a, a big man. Pocket? Kind of like a Polly Pocket. I guess that's that's a good comparison to how we talk about him. Um, I like that or Thumbelina, but I like yeah. Polly Pocket. Better. I remember Polly Pocket. What was the male version? It was like Mad Max, not Mad Max. Uh, Mighty Max? Mighty no. Max. Was it Mighty yeah, Max? Yeah, it was Mighty Max. I had a shit. I had a Polly Pocket. This shit is beyond You never me. knew about the Mighty Max? I never heard no goddamn Polly Pocket. Oh, man. I know Thumbelina. Yeah, everyone knows Thumbelina. I don't know no Polly that Pockets. Whore. I'm looking up Justin Lin right now. I know Raggedy Ann. Raggedy Justin Andy. Lin. And Andy, yeah. I'll take a Raggedy Justin Lin doll. <laughs> Any day. It'll Instead be of a waifu when I'm done pillow, I want a fucking Justin Lin pillow. Yes. A body pillow. Yep. Give I'm me Justin a Justin Lin. Um, what did you think of the car action in this one? Because for me, this is probably the best of the series so far. It was good. I just kept thinking, uh, I don't know how to drift. Or no, I just taught myself how to drift after playing Chance in that Mario racing Mario game. Mario Kart. Because he would always beat me. Right. And he's like, you need to learn to drift. Like yeah. Tokyo drift. And I was like, what the hell does that even mean? Uh, uh, now so I, you know. Yeah, now I know. I mean, it, watching it gave me a little bit of anxiety as I watched them go really? over. Yeah, all those curves. Uh-huh. And just knowing that they could go over the edge. And that one scene at the end of the movie, I thought that was him going oh, where the over, camera, where the camera actually over the, yeah. goes over. I thought, oh, he's a goner. <laughs> Sean's dead. He's a goner. R.I.P. Okay. I was like, all right. Uh, I like the car driving in this one. I liked it better than the last movie we saw. one. I did like it better. And then compared to the first one... I was still upset in the first one that the one guy's arm didn't get amputated. So Vince. Vince. I'm not going to let that go. But I like this one. It was good. Yeah, there's a lot of great like practical car work. Well, there's a, there's a blend. Cause that, that he goes marries al- the digital and the Exactly. Practical. That goes along with the thing I was mentioning earlier where the camera pulls back and goes to the security cams and it mm-hmm. goes through the cameras and the camera phones. Yeah, you get this blend of the digital and the practical yep. where even in like... You'll see it like a single shot, like they're coming around the mountainside, and you can tell it's a digital car. Yep. And then it transforms into the real stunt, and then back to the digital car as yeah. it swings through the frame, which I thought was really interesting. And, and it looks good. It, it does. Yes. Yeah. It still looks better holds than four. Up. Yeah, absolutely. Four, the computer effects are very wonky. Yeah, four has very bad CGI, and I think it's because they have so much of it. Yeah, like the whole finale, is, uh-huh. it's just all dark yeah. under caves and shit. So you'll you'll see, yeah, in uh, El Chapo's caverns. Um, <laughs> my favorite Mario Kart level. El Chapo's, El Chapo's Caverns. Caverns. Yeah. yeah. Always drifted through there. Um, with this movie, I don't know. It, it is... Like I said, I think this is the first one where it's more relatable on just an average person level. And then it is the first time Justin Lin is the one who introduces the term family. Yeah, at the where end. at the end, he's like, oh, he says him and Han were family. Because yeah. in the first one, they refer to themselves as a team. Oh, okay. And too fast, they don't give a shit. Tyrese just hungry. 
Hungry. Yeah. He's hungry. hungry. And you notice that Han is constantly eating in this. No, I did not notice Han that. is constantly eating, and it ties in later. Somebody points out that because he's always eating, he must have been a smoker at some point. And in Better Luck Tomorrow, Han is like a heavy like chain smoker. Mm. So another connection. Connect the dots. Yeah. I don't know. Could be real. And another fun fact is uh, later you'll discover that Han's like fake name for his fake passport is Han Solo. And people believe that? Well, he spells it Korean wise, like yeah. S E O U L. Oh, okay. Like, I was like, that, there's no uh, way that would. Pass. Were you were you surprised to see Toretto at the end? Did you gasp? Uh, no. Oh. No. When I, they said that there was unfortunately, somebody. Unfortunately, like my dad kind of gave it away as we were watching. Because we see the car, and Dad's like, oh, this has to be Vin Diesel. Right. And I'm like, really? And then I turn around, and it is. And I was like, oh, yeah. thanks, Dad. So had he seen this before? No. Or? Oh, he just damn. Does it. That's why I think he's just a truth seer. I really think he that sees the through the bullshit. killed DK's dad. I, dad was like, oh, 100% this happened. I am coming around to that theory the more that I think about the interactions with DK and... Nala or whatever the fuck her name is. Can we tweet to Justin Lin Nala is the lion from Lion King. Honestly, that's a Can great idea. Can we tweet to him? Yeah. yeah. Ask him? We'll, we'll have to Twitter. reach out on the podcast uh, Twitter. Do you, okay. But do you think that her whore mother was a, uh, an accidental death or an overdose? Or do you think he, she was killed by... Uh, I think I don't think that it was an Yakuza intentional man. like Yakuza murder as much as it was probably just, uh, you know, some drunk some mark John or something. Yeah, just, or something. Yeah, exactly. And dumped her in the Sea of Japan. Yep, it was like an accidental, but, oh, you know. Oh, man, that's just a real bummer. living a rough lifestyle when you're hooking on oh, the streets of Tokyo. Uh, uh, speaking again to my uh, my point about the, the blending, the cultural uh, overlaps, uh, at the end when Sean is driving up to see Toretto, we hear Tokyo Drift on the soundtrack, and then as the camera pans, the music pans from, like, speaker to speaker, and you hear Los Bandoleros, exactly. a little reggaeton action. I don't know if uh-huh. that. Which is kind of like Dom's, like, theme in a yeah. way. Yeah, the Bandoleros. Yeah. The bandits. Which. The outlaws. Yeah, we'll have to, before we watch four next Sunday, there's a short film uh, you have yeah. to watch. Okay, can I watch it on the plane? Because I have to fly on Saturday, so we'll make it happen. Where are you flying Saturday? I'm going to Phoenix on Wednesday. I gotta come back. Oh, you're coming Phoenix. back Saturday? Yeah. Oh, well, I'm saying we could just watch it Sunday. Yeah. It's, it's like 20 minutes. It's, oh, okay. Yeah, it's, oh, okay. Vin Diesel directed it, and it kind of leads into four. So it's basically what Dom and Letty were up to. And Han. Huh? And Han, yeah. Where is this 20-minute movie, Lou? Where is it? Yeah, like, is it a... Was it released? On the DVD. Yeah. Oh, it was on the DVD? Yeah, it was a special yeah. feature. Oh, I got so excited okay. when four came out. So I saw one, two and four in theaters and everything. So I, I didn't see Tokyo Drift in theaters, unfortunately. But I remember when it was announced, because I was a big Diesel fan, still am, he announced that like he had a short film that was only going to be available on the DVD. And I like went out and bought that shit like, the day it came out. I remember I like skipped school, fucking went and bought I don't even know if I was in school anymore. No, I was out of school, so I was probably just dicking around. I was like, I'm waking up early and going straight to Walmart and buying myself a copy. Pop that shit in and watch the short film. Okay. Well, yeah, I can do Sunday. Yeah. It's a... Uh, it's cool. It's having we did a movie called Strays, which was like Diesel's kind of feature directorial debut, and you see kind of some similarities in like his style of filmmaking with like that short film and you know, yeah, some Diesel history for you. Hmm, cool. 
I think we asked this. This is a question we all had last time. Uh, if you were to steal anyone's outfits from this movie, if you were to raid any character's wardrobe, do I have to? Yes. Um, yeah. Oh, so I don't get out of this one? No. <sighs> like I guess if I had the body for it, maybe one of those like really slutty car girls. Maybe none of these outfits to me spoke mm, to me as being like really like a awesome. personal brand. Nila like was dressed pretty normally. She wasn't too slutted out. Yeah, that little fur trim coat she yeah. was wearing. She did have some cool okay, coats. That's so what I, I was Nila. thinking. Yeah, I guess Neela. I, I feel like you own similar jackets, so. Cause you, you, <laughs> oh, wow. No, you own a lot of dope jackets. I do own dope jackets, yeah. actually. Like when, when she shows up to the garage uh, mm-hmm. toward the end, yeah. she has a really cool, like, And I'd be wearing a red line, dress like yeah. she wore. Okay, yeah, so Neela. Yeah, so like, are. honestly, the two people in this room with me, you two are... Like, when I think of cool coats, you two are the, the people that I think of, because you two own the coolest coats that I, I know Thank of. You. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Honor. Thank you. You're the most stylish. Coat fiends. You Must two are my the most stylish. Glasses. I'm not wearing grandma glasses today. Yeah, you're wearing normal glasses. Don't worry. My grandma ones are in my bag. Okay. You got them locked and loaded. <laughs> yeah. Uh, outfit. It's yeah. kind of... Huh? Oh, you know, go ahead. I was going to say, it's, in, but. I'm kind of torn. Like, A, I love... Japanese school uniforms. I think those things oh, just yeah, look yeah, badass. Jackets buttoned up, but yeah, like yeah, the collar. They have very high it collars. Comes, yeah, like high that. collar. Yeah. I think that's cool as shit. Uh, Han always just looks chill as fuck. But yeah, shirts popped open and everything. If I had the muscles for it, DK dude. He even had that the Toretto guy. muscle shirt on uh-huh. when he's driving at the end. Yeah, yep. like DK. If I had the muscles, if I had the bod, the DK uh-huh. bod, I'd be rocking ripped, the ripped DK like style. Mr. DK. Yeah. Um, I gotta go with Sonny Chiba's Yakuza outfits. He got white suit. His Renee, I was like, whoa. Okay. His Renee Belloc fucking get up. It's Smoking amazing. The big cigar. Every time they they show his character because he has like maybe four or five scenes. Every time they reveal him, it's like this big movie star reveal. Like they don't yeah. just do it once. It's like every, every time, time you get like a pan and like a zoom. And it's like here's Sonny Chiba. Well, because here's it's the Sonny Chiba. Fighter. Like in terms of like Japanese cinema, he is probably like the most famous like Japanese actor. Have you like, seen the uh, video where Keanu meets Sonny Chiba? Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. It's delightful. Yep. Is it a movie? No, it's just uh, Keanu was like on a Japanese talk show and they asked him about like his favorite actors and he's like, oh, Sonny Chiba, I love Sonny Chiba. And then this like door opens up silently behind him and Sonny Chiba's standing there. He turns yeah. around and Keanu freaks out. He's like, whoa. He's like star-studded. Like, it's awesome. Starstruck. Um, yeah. Uh, shit, what was I? Keanu's adorable. Who are you? Oh, Sonny Chiba's Sonny outfits. Chiba, man. Um... If you had to date anyone in this movie, who would it be? Oh. I've dated my fair share of Sean's. Was, is Sean similar to Brian, the, the street racer? I mean, I'm just thinking the good old boy accent. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I wasn't similar to Sean, was I? Uh, no, I'm kidding. Okay. <laughs> I was like, oh my god. I, I know I was douchey in high school, but was I that big of a dick? No, I don't think you were that bad. No, you weren't. I think that I would have to date Han. And that's yeah. even hey, he's knowing, kind of aloof. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's knowing... That just makes you want to try harder when he's aloof. Oh, yeah, yeah. exactly. Well, that's... Hard to get. When yeah. he walks in that room and the women, like, all freak out and they mm-hmm. run up Start and they're kissing him, I said shit. to Dave, yeah. I'm like, I would be running up to kiss him, too. Yeah. I fucking, I love me so much. Did you notice that Sean has, like, gorilla nipples? <laughs> I did! So when he, like, had his... I was like, what the... Okay. I was just surprised he agreed to do a shirtless scene because of that. He does not look good shirtless. Uh, I was like, huh, 
okay. Like, he's got, like, pecs and he's got, like, some abs, but he's got these just weird, off-putting mm-hmm. gorilla nips that, like... His nipples look like Robin Williams' knuckles. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's awkward. Okay. Who would you date? Oh, I mean, it's probably gotta be Han. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's our boy. Yeah. We live know. for the Han. He's beautiful. He's dreamy. What did you think of the cars in this? Did you like the cars? Were they cool? Uh, the green Hulk one I thought was a little ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. I turned around again watching it my dad went, really? Oh, the, the, hair. the hair. on top. <laughs> yeah. And like the little skull, not skull, the, the Hulk knuckle crushing. punches. Yeah. Fists on the sides. I mentioned it to Chance, like after Han dies... There's this scene where Twinkie drives up to meet Sean, and Twinkie steps out, and he's, like, bawling. He's like, oh, Han's dead. But he pulls up in this ridiculous Hulk truck. Like, he's driving around Tokyo, like, just mourning the loss of his Tears behind the wheels of my fucking Hulk van. Yep. Yeah, couldn't take that seriously. I thought the cars were fine. It doesn't... It doesn't... I'm not a car. The colors eye-popping. You weren't like, oh, The only thing that eye-popped to me was the Hulk one. Yeah. Because it was green. Yeah. yeah. It's very ostentatious. It's so stupid looking. And the inside had, like, the furry, like, purple Uh interior. That's right. He's got, like, Hulk bobbleheads and shit. It's so... I like that orange one with the black stripes. Mm Mm-hmm. The one that he... Wait, the one that he fucks up or the one that Han is always driving? The one that Han Yeah, drives. that yeah. shit's dope. I think that's a Skyline. Oh, well, it's... Which is the Brian O'Connor car smoking. of choice. Smoking. And I like the muscle cars, too. Yeah. The muscle cars are cool looking. The cool, yeah, the cool Mustang at the end. Big and bulky and boxy and... Which, and this is like, did Sean just have like a light on his head where it was like just bumper car me? Like every race he gets into, someone is constantly just ramming into him. Uh-huh. And by the way, he does not seem like a good driver. At the no, beginning, he's, he's very a, reckless. He's yeah. a reckless, shitty driver who's like having trouble keeping himself on the road. Uh-huh. Later, then he just destroys a car trying to drift, destroys other people's cars, and even when he does finally learn to drift, he is like near death multiple times throughout that final oh, yeah, race. He's a, he's, a, he's a slugger. Yeah, even absolutely. before DK like starts wrecking into him. Well, that's that's what I liked about this because I remember I was talking last week where I was like. Brian never really learns anything. Like, he starts off too fast and furious as the god of driving. Yeah. And by the end of the movie, he's still the god of driving. Yep. And there's no real arc there. But for Sean, you know, at least he's... He learns a skill. Learning, yeah, sort of, yeah. Yeah, yeah they absolutely. actually drive these cars, or I assume they have stunt people drive them. Oh, they definitely have stunt people yeah. driving them. Oh, okay. I mean, I'm sure, like, you know, they have shots of them in the car together. They're just on a picture car, mm-hmm. which is like oh, basically okay. a tractor trailer where the car sits on top right. of it and it drives around. There's like precious few actors that can actually do their own driving. Like Wait, Keanu can do it. Keanu can do it. Paul Walker could do it. Yeah. That was it. Well, okay. So did Paul Walker actually drive in the last movie? Um, I, I think he did some of his. Some of stuff. the sh- like he did more like choreographing the stunts with Justin Lin. But, you know, he's got to protect that pretty face, so mm-hmm. why would you even want to risk right. it? Right, there's got to be insurance clauses yeah. and stuff where it's yeah. like, you can't do this stunt and that stunt, but if it's, like, just him, like, pulling a corner and pulling mm-hmm. up to a curb... Then, yeah, he yeah. did some of his own shit in, like, like Too in, Fast, in Too Furious. And the first one, when he's doing that, driving around Dodger Stadium, that's pretty yeah, that's much all Paul. Paul. You can tell from, like, the... If you look at the exterior angle... Mm-hmm. You, he you does tell some when of it's a stunt guy with a wig on and when it's actually a man with noodle hair. Oh, okay. Yeah. Noodle wig. Yeah, Keanu does his own stunt drive. Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh God, Tom Cruise. God, fucking uh, Steve McQueen and Bullet. Yeah, that kind of shit. I mean, you can usually tell they they like to the 
You can like get better on, shots. Yeah, they yeah, like you, to hold on the big wide angles and like show you this is actually. And the reveal, like if he in. skids up and stops, and right. then we yeah. stay with it as that he gets classic, out of the that car. That classic bullet shot where he like pops it in reverse and then drives. Yeah, he fucking screeches I'm the just tires. I'm really excited for John Wick three. Oh, Who isn't? Who isn't? I thought, didn't you say you were tired of your boyfriend watching John Wick? Only because he's seen it now like eighty-seven times. Just the first one. Uh, he prefers the first one over the second one, but. Like he, we have, we own both of them. See, so. I think the second one. I think a lot of people prefer the first one over the second one because the second one feels like it's more world building and set up for what we're gonna it's get. Very in the Empire third one. Strikes Back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, middle chapter. Yep. I think it's got better action. But it I still does. like it. So, yeah. but, but the pencil. first, the first one's got that emotional drive though, sort of like this movie. Where yeah, yeah. it's all driven by emotion. So, who were your favorite characters in this? In this one, um, I liked Twinkie. I thought he was good support, actually. I liked Han. I liked Neela. I liked all of them just fine. I didn't, like, dislike any of them. You know how when I watched the first one, I was like, oh, Letty needs to grow a pair. Yeah. And Vince. This one, yeah, I was... You weren't a fan of Vince, either. I, well, because I thought Vince was, for lack of a better word, somewhat sinister. Did his he, motives in the I think one? he's too dumb to be sinister, but yeah, I get what you're saying. Um, I was fine with all the characters in this one. Han, I just had a lot of questions. That money. Mm. I don't understand how so these mysterious. kids are running around doing this. Mysterious and aloof. And also, as I'm watching these, I'm thinking, would I have done this in high school? No. There's no way I would have been part of some <laughs> secret car club. You, but you were. Club. Yeah. I wasn't an active participant, though. No, but you were basically, like... You know, yeah, then we broke up. Like, I didn't want to do that anymore. It was unsafe. Did he ever drift with you in the car? He fishtailed when I was in the car. Okay. <laughs> so, so the attempted drift, the poor man's drift. Yeah, which wasn't, I mean, that was not safe. That was terrifying. Yeah. And I just can't see these kids doing, like, where? where's Twinkie getting all this money from? His little side hustle with yeah, iPods and Jordans? Selling all that shit, man. Mm-hmm. How much money are you really making selling iPods? I mean, it shows him and Sean out on the street, like, just selling mad shit. Like Jody and uh, Baby Boy. Yeah. And you imagine he's probably getting free work on the car at Han's shop. I guess. Is Han... I guess that's Han's shop? Yeah, that was Han's... okay. His little hideout, his garage. With his fuck cubes. Yeah, did you... What'd you think about the fuck pods? What, what, okay, is that what that was? He had little cubicles, and there's like women crawling out. I thought of them. so. I was like, maybe they're gonna go take a nap. Those are fuck pods. I guess that's our thing. They, oh, okay. Those pods are like common in Japan, like for sleeping. They're always drinking champagne in this movie. Uh huh. Han was drinking champagne, and then you pointed out that they go to uh, DK's DK drinking hideout. champagne. He's drinking not even champagne, mimosas. DK, <laughs> like the middle of the up. night. Dude. To be fair, any Brenner. time is a good time for a mimosa. Exactly. I like never try Brenner, mimosa. Brenner at the Yakuza hideout. Honestly, I, I, have, I have never wanted to hang out with a group of fictional people more than in this film. At uh, like Han's Han, hideout? DK, I'll hang out with any of them. They oh, just—they yeah. always seem like they're just living their best you lives. Just want to inhabit this world. Yeah, yeah. I do. That's the—that's the sign of a great movie. Well, that's I told you. It's like this movie. This. Every time I watch it, makes me want to enlist in the navy just to like get <laughs> stationed in Japan and become Sean's dad. Ex- exactly. Bang Japanese. Hookers. Oh yeah. What do you think about him with the hookers? <laughs> Uh, well, since one of my other ex-boyfriends was in the Navy and stationed in Japan, I know that that's very true. And yeah, banging Japanese that, hookers? Yeah, pretty sure that he did that, among other things, when he was there. Um, I don't know. Not surprising. Did I mean, it Did it catch you off guard, though, when Sean shows up and the dad's like, hold on a second? No, and then this, I, like, no I figured when that happened, I was like, oh, he's got a hooker. And then she came out three seconds later. Yeah. Because my ex did that. So I'm not a different ex. 
Dude, I've dated really shitty people. I know. Your track record, it's like, you've got, like, maybe two cool, one cool ex, and then a cool boyfriend, and then a sea of terrible exes. Yeah, yeah but they The make... one cool ex is Brian the street racer. Exactly. Right? Definitely so wasn't just get me. that straight, yeah. <laughs> me? Pat my own, my own no, back? No, I don't think so. Not. Yeah. No, honey, if you're listening, I love you. You're good. But everyone else sucks. <laughs> yeah. I do. <laughs> um, yeah, anything Anything else stand out to you that we didn't touch on? Mm, let me consult my notes. The MC Hammer thing, I'm glad we touched on that because oh, yeah. that was... That's uh, cool glad history. that stood out. It did, well, I know, I'm glad you yeah. called it. Well, especially, again, marketing as I'm watching this. Um, no, I just that these girls were really slut. Oh, I asked if Bow Wow was even still alive in my notes. And then you found out he was. Yeah. Oh, and at the end, I felt very much like it was, I was in a Mario racing video game where all the people were jumping up, up and down, excited. Yeah, like... I'm like, is this oh. where they got the inspiration for Mario, Super Mario Deluxe They're 8? Stealing it from Mario Kart, you know? Yeah. No, I liked it. it. This was more palatable than the second one. I described number two as palatable. Oh, this yes. was more palatable. More, palatable. more I guess it satiated me more is okay. that the right word yeah. more filling i would say more filling i wouldn't say like it was a full yeah. course thanksgiving meal by right. any means but um i also you guys keep talking about how i guess the next couple movies are prior to this one yes see i wouldn't have gotten that from this nobody did and yeah, it wasn't intentional yeah. until justin lynn was brought on to kind of reinvigorate the franchise mm-hmm. so when you see four next week it'll start to to make sense it'll okay. start to come together i'm looking you. forward to seeing that because it did seem i was like i just blindly faith accepted that han and vin were friends and i'm like yeah. oh okay that's i fair. didn't question it everyone did when this came out no one knew it was to come right how could you yeah <clears throat> should powers booth have been in this movie absolutely yeah yeah i mean i feel like you guys always say the answer is yes i'm just trying to think of who he would be I would want him to be Sean's dad, but I don't yeah. know. I, that's the only role I can see him being in this. Yeah. That's definitely Sean's Because there's no dad. other, like, he wouldn't be the Yakuza guy. No. He, could, he could do it in yellow face. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been untasteful, but yeah. yeah. It's, you know. But those oh. are the only two adult male figure roles really in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. wouldn't be Han. He's too... That, no. that would be cool. That would be cool. With that. You think so? I don't know if he could pull that off. Like, his hair whipping in the wind. Yeah. Driving too fast for but the Godzilla cops to stop him. Though I feel Han, I be, I thought Han was like maybe early twenties, maybe late teens. I thought he could also still be in high school. Yeah. So I don't think Powers could have been that role. The dad in the Navy coming home with some hookers. Yes, booth. that's yeah. definitely booth. especially yes. with how many beers did he have? It was yes. like eleven beers. Like when Sean showed up like late and he walks in, his dad just it's like I think there were like eight on the little table next to him and then when they did the reverse on Sean there were like four empties on the kitchen table itself a 12 pack is fucking batting practice for Powers Booth exactly rest in peace he would have been in there smoking the big cigar Uh, just like where you been hey boy You've been racing, Sean. You're out there doing extra crazy. And like a activities. little Japanese house coat, like made of yeah. silk. Did, oh, that's Ooh. another thing with the East meets West kind of sensibilities is it always stands out to me how, you know, like in Japan, they're very much like minimalist. Like it's always like small living quarters, like everything's very neat and like not a lot of like material possessions. But then when you see this American man living in one of these houses, the place is like a fucking wreck. There's like shit everywhere. Like he looks like a hoarder. Mm-hmm. in this tiny house mm-hmm. and I, I always think that's that's just like a cool detail that like he can't fully convert to this lifestyle 10 pounds of shit in a 5 pound bag yep yeah even Ten Sean's pound, room 10 pounds is like, of piss in a 
ten get ga- wait a ten gallon hat twelve pounds of piss in a ten gallon. Yeah, okay. Trying to do You're a cow- trying to do done. a cowboy You're thing. You're cut off. Who's cowboy. the hottest person in this movie? Chance is gonna say Han. It's either him or DK. I would say DK. Do you like DK? Those muscles. I know. Yeah, oh my gosh. Yeah. You know, I'm going to say DK as well, just because Han's already going to get a lot of love mm-hmm. coming up. Mm-hmm. So it's, yeah, DK is. Yeah. Brian Han, T, is that his name? Yeah, Brian T is Gorgeous DK. Man. Um, yeah, they're attractive. Neela is very attractive. Yeah, she's a smoke uh, show. The actress is Natalie Kelly. Yeah, with her wild That's ass right, Instagram. There's, there's two Natalies. She's Natalie Kelly, and then Ramsey is, later yeah, on is Natalie Emmanuel. Emmanuel yeah. Yeah. Um, From Game of Thrones fame. Yes, that's right. Uh, uh, Daenerys is Handmaiden. Oh, she's in the Fast and Furious franchise? Yeah, she joins us during 7. Oh, cool. seven. Yeah. Okay. She has nice hair. She does have cool hair. And um, a banging bod. I was quite taken with this this one random chick who's in Han's crew. She just like has like three lines. I know you're talking about. She's the one who's wearing the like welding helmet at yeah. the end when they're fixing up the Mustang. Yeah. yeah, I thought she was cute. Yeah, she is. There is like these random people that are in the crew. There's also uh, Jason Tobin who played Virgil in Better Luck Tomorrow that we yeah. were talking about. One of he's Justin's got like friends. a strange uh, helmet hair. Yep, and uh, he's always wearing his little schoolboy coat. And then there's like Japanese Fat Joe. Yeah, with this <laughs> that big, guy ruled. Big bald dude. Just these random like assortment of a uh, coterie of characters. Yeah. I like them. It's a mixed bag of tricks. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, out of six Coronas, how many would you give this, Nikki? I gave the one last week two and a half. I'd give this one three. Three. Oof. Not a not a big bump from two then. I I said it was more palatable. Right. Um. I just. But kind of a, a huge step down from one, because did, didn't you give one, like, one, five? One, I gave four and a half. Four and a half. I really liked one a lot. Was it just, like, the nostalgia factor? Was it Maybe Vin Diesel? Vin Diesel. <laughs> was it Vin Diesel? I think, Diesel. I think it was Vin yeah. Diesel. That's why okay. I think I think you're going to enjoy four. Like, as much as Dave and I kind of rag on it for certain issues we take I'm, with I'm it. I'm ready to come around on four. Same. I'm hoping. Every time we do this, I'm hoping that I'm going to find, like, a new respect for four. Yeah. But but four is what really starts to get this franchise reinvigorated. So would you say Dominic Toretto is your favorite character, or? Yeah, I like him way better than Paul Walker. Yeah. Okay. I am not a huge Paul Walker fan. Do you find I, Vin I, Diesel like magnetic, charismatic? Like you just like to see him on screen? I mean, I just want to hang out with him. Yeah. Hell <laughs> so yeah. I would doesn't? go on a date with him. I want to hang out with him. I would have babies with him. I just oh, I want to kiss his like, bald head. There's something about him that I'm like, okay. Like, yeah, I agree. Yes. I agree. Yes. He, yeah. And I don't know what it is. That gravitational pull they yeah. talk about in the first his, movie. He's got gravitas. Yeah. Like. He's, he's, yeah. It's that voice, too. Uh-huh. That deep gravelly. The yeah. Iron Giant. Mm. Yeah, He's like the sun, and we all just revolve around him. <laughs> exactly. Hey. That was when I went to AA one time, and they, like... <laughs> I told them that, like, I'm not religious and, you know, because they're all about, like, God and stuff. Right. They're like, well, you know, your God can be anyone. And so when I told <laughs> I told them that my God was Dominic Toretto, <laughs> and they were not happy with me about that. Well, you shouldn't have told me it could be anyone, Ex- man. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, like, what'd you expect? Where are you going to be imposing these Dominic Toretto limits? stands for right. values that I appreciate, like family, mm-hmm. uh, you know, just... Driving fast driving cars. Driving fast cars. Wearing drinking Coronas. <laughs> they probably took objection with <laughs> to that the part. Drinking Coronas. <laughs> yeah. meeting. Uh, chance? Uh, six. Six. I'm it's, with you. It's, I'm this is always just a standout for me. I'm up to six on this one. Uh, if I have one issue, it's it's with the way the women are written. Yeah. The way that they're... I mean, they're, it's, they's it's they's of the they're time. They're objectified. It's and of that, the for me, would bump it down from a six. 
Yeah. It, it would. I. They're not empowered. No. And really slutty. Yeah. They are always yeah. really slutty. I got no problem with well, that. Well, and what's wild to me is the chick who plays Neela is the most conservatively dressed in this movie. And she's but, the daughter of a hooker. But in real life. She has like the most scandalous Instagram. Really? I call it but scandalous. Not, she's just very, uh, she's very free open with open her body. With her, yeah, she's, yeah. She has no problem flying. And frankly, if I were her, I wouldn't either. Oh yeah. I need to find her. Banging bod. Um, yeah, I'm 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 at six. This is my favorite so far. If I were to rank them, I would go three, three one two. two. Yeah. And same. you would go what one three two? One three two. Okay. okay. Yeah. That's respectable. Respectable. Yeah. I love one. Who doesn't? I love the world. That's what got us here. I love Tokyo. I love drifting. I love drifting through the hills. Noma Osaki. I love whatever that square is where they drive through. And it was the part from Resident Evil where it's in the rain and the zombies eating people. Like Yoshi Boy or something. Yoshi Boy. Yoshi Boy. Yoshi Boy Square. Shout out to Yoshi Boy. Well, that's it for this time. Next time, we're going to have uh, between three and four. We got to catch up on some Vin Diesel and some Paul Walker, so yep. we're going to be watching uh, Running Scared, starring Paul Walker, and A Man Apart. Fuck yes! Vin Diesel. God damn it! I, I was hoping you were going to say that. Been all about A Man Apart. I love A Man Apart. On that, so I figured we get two uh, two cool sort of uh, revenge uh, driven thriller action. But I don't know if Running Scared's really revenge, but uh, yeah, we get to see our boys in action mode and, and then reuniting for. Four. Fast forward. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of like the darker movies of their. Yeah, the yeah, absolutely. Both of them are a little uh, darker tinged, and four mm-hmm. is probably the grimmest and most serious of, of the, the series. series. Yeah. So I thought that kind of worked thematically as well. So we'll yeah. be back with four in three, three weeks. weeks, but we'll be recording it next week because our schedule's all fucked up. It's Super Bowl Sunday. You guys got any picks? Dude, Rams. Yeah, Need Rams. The Rams. We're all taking the Rams. Well, the hometown boy, uh, Havenstein, he's from. He went to Linganor. I played basketball against his sister. Oh, really? He's the offensive tackle for the Rams. He's like six foot eight, three hundred fifty awesome. pounds. Good lord! And that's his a post big has been boy. writing articles about him all week. His yeah. whole family is huge. Oh, they are giant. It's usually genetic. Well, his sister, who I played basketball against in high school, she's like six foot two. But it would be nice. I know everybody thinks the Rams cheated, or that they cheated the Saints out of it. I that's don't... a whole other topic of conversation. I've had this argument that when they were like, oh, they need to replay that game, it's the refs this year were so wonky in so many games that if you're going to redo one game, you may as well redo the entire right. fucking Agreed. season. Agreed. Because it would have changed even who made playoffs yeah. at that point. Like, so I'm going to go for the Rams because I would like to see the hometown boy bring home and the AC it would be a cool revenge tale of the past two years if the Patriots lose to the Eagles and the Rams, you know, the two franchises that Tom Brady at the beginning early in his career put their dicks in the dirt. Hey, did you? Yeah. Oh, see, I'm not an Eagles fan, so. I, I, I mean, Don McNabb was like crying and throwing up on the sideline like a baby. He was. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Wow. But yeah, early in Tom Brady's career, he he took out the Eagles and the Rams, so it would be cool that now, towards the end of his career, the Eagles and the Rams exact their revenge on the child kisser Tom Brady. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the Rams 35-31. I'm not going to go score. I'm yeah. also just really high off the fact that Brett Favre gave Aaron Rodgers his award last night, and they, like, had a picture together. Aww. It was adorable. And Paul Rudd was sitting next to Aaron Rodgers. They're, like, besties. Really? So it's Paul Rudd, Aaron Rodgers, Randall Cobb, Randall Cobb's wife, and then some random dude I don't know. Yeah, Ran- it's Random Cobb. I love Randall Cobb. Good old Kentucky boy. He went to UK. Eating corn off the Randall Cobb. But yeah, Brett Favre and Aaron were together. Yeah, oh, that, was, that's that's interesting. Interesting. that was like a wet dream for you. Because I always heard they yes. hated each other. <laughs> 
Uh, I think they got over it. No, I think they did. I mean, think right. about it. If you've been a dumb singer this, in the yeah, NFL forever, young buck, and then yeah. your GM tells you, like, nah, we're good. And then you go right. to the enemy. Well, he went to the Jets first, which everybody forgets, and then yeah. he went to the arch enemy. He was right. terrible with the Jets as well. He was, and then he slept with the cheerleader Ooh. who looked like his wife while his wife was going through chemo. Oh, is that where his dick pics came from? Yeah. Yes. He was wearing his, like, special watch that he got, like, from the Super Bowl that was engraved with his name on it. Like, God like, damn idiot. it, Brett. Dick hanging out uh, of the Yeah, Brett was a jet, and then he went to the purple team that we shall not name, and you know them. what? His last play for them was in the NFC Championship where he threw it's a pick. Throw a pick, right. And you that's know what? Right. That's what you fucking get. Should have just retired, you know, a Packer. I mean, I still love him. You know what I mean? You I know, if he would have retired a Packer, his dick wouldn't have been on the internet. You're right. He wouldn't have ended his career with a pick. I mean, no. he did end his career in Green Bay on a pick, too. Yeah, yeah well. it's fitting for Brett But Favre. it's, yeah. The man yeah, is a high-volume uh, machine. Number one interceptions in the NFL. Yes. Most interceptions. But whatever, he's a guy. I think Andrew Luck will probably overtake that at some point. Yeah, it's looking that way. All right. Uh, that's it. If you got any questions or concerns, you can get at us on Twitter at Podfast Podcast. And we're going to uh, tweet to Justin Lin asking him about DK's dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah we need to know. to know this whole genealogy and family tree and biography. And we want a whole uh, uh, Game of Thrones style series delving into the. Yeah. Yeah, the power dynamics of the Yakuza in the Tokyo Drift world. So it was our Twitter's uh, at Podfast Podcast. Our Instagram right. is at Podfast Pod Furious. That's right. You know, check us out on there. We don't do Facebook because fuck Mark Zuckerberg. Mm-hmm. And we don't do Reddit because we tried to post our podcast there back when we started and they didn't let go yeah, through on their fucking Fast and Furious subreddit. So we don't give a fuck about you. Yeah, and your subreddit is dead anyway. There's a bunch of other Fast and Furious podcasts popping up trying to ride this wave. We've been on this shit for fucking over a year now. So fuck you too. You're the enemy. Kiss my ass and suck my dick every Everyone. other Fast and yeah. Furious podcast. Fuck all y'all. Especially Bill Simmons and The Ringer. Yeah, you fucker. Fuck you, Bill Simmons, and fuck the Patriots too. I've been Davis. I've been Chance. That's been Nikki. Bye, y'all. And this has been Pod Fast and Pod Furious. Salud. Me familia.